Welcome to the Elaine Podcast. I am your host, the one and the only Amisha. Today's topic of the day is I hate social media. So I talked about this a little bit before, basically saying that I really have a hard time when it comes down to the social media things and all of the things like Twitter and then the TikToks and the Snapchats and the Instagram, Facebook, um, uh, yeah, all of those good things. Now you have Clubhouse. Make sure you go check your girl out on Clubhouse. Um, yeah, so... I took a break from social media. I stopped uploading on YouTube and all of that great jazz. And all I got And all I have to say about that is um it's just it's just a lot and it's like you have to be on it. Like you can't just halfway do it. You have to be engaged. You have to respond. You have to you know, post, you have to do all of the things. And, you know, sometimes it can become overwhelming. And then it's like dealing with everything else that goes on behind the scenes. It's just a lot. So I just personally had a hard time transitioning back to a point where I wanted to use social media again. And the only reason why I, you know came back to social media is because I know that in the field that I choose to be a part of social media plays you know a part in that and it's just a part of our everyday lives our phones are always in our hand we're always on the go we're always doing something and it's just become a part of the culture and so I had to learn like different things and you know I'm not the best, you know, at using the hashtags and doing all the challenges and all of that stuff, but I do enjoy doing those things and now I am starting to incorporate just little things here and there without overdoing it because I do feel like it's a lot and I just don't want to be too focused on that because that's not the the everything that's not the all end all you know and to me I don't just want to be like a social media influencer in a sense like my goal is to actually create films and produce and direct movies and television shows so um it's more than just social media to me And social media is a way for you to connect with your audience on a deeper level outside of that piece of the completed piece of art um, that you create. So I like social media. I feel like I'm definitely going to start back on the YouTube So if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please head over to YouTube.com, search Emisha, and my YouTube channel will come up. Please subscribe, y'all. I promise y'all when this new content drops, I promise, I, I just know, just hold on and stay with me. Make sure you tell everybody 
all your cousins, your aunties, your uncles. If they like to listen to podcasts, put them on to my podcast. And I really, really appreciate each and every one of you guys because this is just the beginning. I just started this podcast in November. Now it's going to be February. And February is going to be an amazing month because everyone knows February is dedicated to black history and so we're going to talk about that a little bit later but i promise y'all the show is is coming together i would just say that subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts. follow us on spotify make sure you search amisha and don't forget to rate and review us make sure you give me five stars and let me know topics that you want to discuss on the show. All right, you guys, here is a new segment that I'm entering into the podcast, and it is called A Trip Down Memory Lane. So in this segment, I will be pretty much just taking you guys along um, a story that is personal to me, that is from my past, that I learned from and I grew from, and um, it plays a role in how and why I am the way that I am today. So with that being said, the first topic for this segment is if it wasn't for scholarships, I would not have went to school. And I just was thinking and I wanted to bring this conversation to the podcast because a lot of people don't know about the financial um, aspect of college and I feel like people don't understand how much college really cost and so when I was around the age of 18 I was senior in high school and it was that time for you to start thinking about transitioning out of high school and what are you going to do and all of that great things and at that time college was the number one focus college was the thing that I was so um, focused about making sure that I accomplished. And when I started looking at these different schools and started looking at, you know, the financial side of it, at the end of the day, college costs a lot. And if it wasn't for Hope and Pell Grant, I promise you guys, I would not have went to school. And that's just simply because if I had to pay out of pocket, how much it costs for me to attend the University of West Georgia, I would not have went to that school because at that time, I didn't have that type of money. I didn't just have, you know, approximately $16,000 just saved up to go towards, you know, room and board and go towards a meal plan and go towards all of these requirements that the university has is just like it's so expensive to go to college and I honestly went to a college that is a little bit on the cheaper side when it comes to institutions and so for me I honestly wanted to attend a HBCU college and you know that option is still not out of the picture for me 
I'm still debating whether or not I want to attend. It's just, you know, right now in the climate that we're in, I really won't be able to have that true HBCU experience because we're pretty much online now. However, I do um, still desire to have that experience in my lifetime. So, you know, who knows what the future may hold. But back to the original point. Um, yes, so Hope and Pell Grant paid for a lot of my college tuition. Now, freshman year, um, University of West Georgia required us, um, freshmen, if we stayed on campus, that means we had to have a meal plan and Hope paid, Hope and Pell Grant helped cover, you know, just tuition and like institution, um, the universities like fees, like the athletic fee and the recreation fee and all these other fees, the lab fees and all that great stuff, all these fees, it covered things like that. But when it came to like the, um, housing and things like that, Hope and Pell Grant didn't really cover all of that. So, I had to personally take out loans to be able to afford to go to school. And I didn't like that. I felt like that's just too much freaking money that I am having to take out um, to be able to sustain this certain type of lifestyle of living on campus and going to a university and all this other stuff. So with that being said, that's why I made the decision to, you know, move off campus. It was really not really like I was literally right there, but it really wasn't an actual university dorm because I felt like it was just very, very expensive. And for what I was getting, I just felt like it just wasn't worth it. So honestly, that's why I moved back home so that I don't have to worry about paying those expenses. And so it just, you know, if I had a chance to do it all over again, I would definitely um, make sure that, you know, I had scholarships and make sure that I also had of their funds that I've saved up so that I could be able to afford this certain type of college lifestyle. Because I promise y'all, like, just the loans that I took out for um, covering housing and my meal plan and other little, and other things that I needed for school, um, the the amount of money that the Hope and Pell Grant provided for me, I I just can't express my um, gratitude and my appreciation enough because my Hope and Pell Grant really, really helped me out so freaking much. And I'm just so thankful for that because if it wasn't for my scholarships, if it wasn't for that money that I worked hard for it in high school, I probably would not be graduating in a couple of months. And so it's just like crazy to me how um, people don't really stress and talk 
and educate people about the financial side of going to college. Because I promise you, if you do not pay for your tuition, you are not going to school. They don't care how great of a student you are. It doesn't matter if you have straight A's, returning everything on time. If you're involved in this club and this organization, they do not care. If you do not have a payment plan set up, if your account isn't zero and you don't owe them any money, unless you don't owe them any money. They do not care. You're getting dropped out of your classes. You can wait until the next semester and you'll graduate then. They do not care. And I just had to run into an incident where um, I wasn't signed up for enough credits to cover the amount of credits that is required for me to graduate. And it wasn't a big issue. I just had to add another class because I wanted to get an internship and I applied to a few places, but I haven't heard anything back yet. So I'm still searching for an internship and see if I can find something. But if I don't find anything, I still have to, um, like, I still have to substitute those credits that an internship would have provided for me. So I just had to add another class. And due to me having to add another class at the last minute, I ended up having to come out of pocket for that class. And although my scholarships did help pay for some of it because I was supposed to get like a little refund or whatever. But since I, you know, signed up for that class so late, I ended up having to pay out of pocket and it sucked. But it's just like at the end of the day, I got to get it done at the end of the day. I'm ready to graduate. I'm ready to get this phase of my life over with and move forward and really dive into my career and really doing the things that I have set out to do. And it's just, I just want y'all, if you do choose to go to college and college is something that you are interested in, please do not take the scholarships and grants for granted because they are are in place for reasons and they are needed because I promise you you just don't understand how much um my scholarships really saved me because now I have this education now I have this proper training in my field that I can you know do certain things and you know work with certain companies and you know have this degree as evidence that you know I know what I'm talking about I know what I'm doing and I enjoy everything and that's why I feel like me transferring to Georgia State was a huge 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 moment in my life because you know I finally started seeing the direction that I've always wanted to go in and um although I didn't really get to experience going to a sit a school in the city I did for like a semester then coronavirus happened it's just like that just ruined everything but um I feel like I'm bouncing back and getting back into the groove of things and I'm starting to you know, prepare for what's next, like after college. Cause you know, <clears throat> I'm still in college and, you know, 
I work in corporate America. I have a corporate job. Um, so that job and that experience is completely different from like being, you know, in any other field. So if you've ever had a corporate job, then you understand what I'm talking about. And I believe I touched on corporate jobs before. So if you ever listened to that podcast, check that podcast out. Visit www.theelanebrand.com. Shop our store. We have bundles, wigs, and lashes. If you need to contact customer service, email shop at theelanebrand.com. Okay, let's talk about it. Meeting one of your niggas' friends. So, I've had this situation where we were out in public and one of my boyfriend at the, my boyfriend at the time, my ex, one of his female friends walked up to him, to started talking to him, hugged him, all of that great stuff. He's, you know, he's talking back to her. He hugged her back. And I'm just standing there. And they didn't acknowledge me. They didn't say anything. They had their whole conversation. And I'm just standing there looking like, who is this? And eventually I caught on who it was because he told me about who she was before. And he had expressed to me that she was just a friend. They, you know, had something going on once upon a time, but it's really nothing now. And they just cool. So, you know, I ain't really had no issue, but my problem was the fact that when she approached um, me and him in this public place in front of other friends and family members and stuff. He didn't, uh, you know, acknowledge my presence. And pretty much I felt like she still has feelings for him. However, although we are in a relationship she may not, you know, know that we're in a serious relationship because he may be playing down our situation. And so she may, you know, view me as just somebody, you know, that's not really his girlfriend. And that's just how I viewed the situation. And it's like, I just feel like if you're in a relationship and like an ex approaches um you you guys while y'all together you should acknowledge and introduce your girlfriend to the friend because even though I knew who she was we hadn't been properly introduced to one another we never you know was in the same you know space with one another and him at the same time so I just felt like that was just inappropriate and I didn't like it. I don't know. Maybe I was tripping, doing too much. I don't know. But I just don't know how I feel about that. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about when someone, your significant others, you know, exes or, you know, maybe they never was in a relationship. They definitely messed around. They are, you know, in the same vicinity and they're around you do you feel like 
it's your significant other's responsibility to introduce you to that person and say, hey, this is my girlfriend so-and-so, and then say, you know, this is, you know, I told you about her, da 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 just to clear the air. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that because I feel like if I walked into a room and, you know, one of the guys that I've previously dealt with was there and I'm now there with my man, I'm going to, you know, and he approaches us, I'm definitely going to say, hey, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so, and and da 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 And then we're going to keep it like that. We're not going to do no friendly business. We're not going to be doing all that flirting in front of my in front of my guy's face like we're not gonna be doing that it's gonna be you know da 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 keep it pushing so y'all let me know how y'all feel about that and i'll probably um revisit the conversation a little bit later after i you know see a little commentary about that call 678-460-6706 you can have a conversation with me about anything you want you can promote your business shout out your friend or family member or ask for advice i told y'all i had just signed up for clubhouse and so once i start um you know learning a little bit more about how to run a room and how to get clubhouse started i'm definitely going to start bringing the podcast over to clubhouse so go check me out on clubhouse so that you can be on the podcast because i'll record our conversation and y'all and y'all will be able to speak to me you know through clubhouse for the podcast and then you could come back and listen to it you know in the podcast entirety so ask misha question number one for today how many niggas you got? Once again, when you say, I just don't want to, I just want to know when people ask, how many niggas do you have? Are you saying how many people am I in a relationship with? Because if I was in a relationship with somebody, I'm only going to be in a relationship with that one person. Like I don't do, you know, multiple relationships you know, relationships at once. Like, I'm, I am a monogamous person. So, if I am in a relationship and I have a man and I have a nigga, he is my only man. He is my only nigga. However, I do understand, you know, when you're single, you know, you have your little roster and all that great stuff. Now, are you asking how many players are on the team? Right now, I have a solid, you know, point guard, you know, um, but that's about it. I had to cut everybody else off to be honest because they were just not treating me right. They wasn't, you know, doing what they're supposed to do and, you know, had other situations going on, which I'm going to get into a little bit later, but that's real tea. So stay tuned for that. So yeah, my roster is pretty clear. I am really just interested in one person right now and um yeah I had to cut you know the rest of the team off because I just deserve better okay okay when you gonna let me take you out well I didn't look at the profile of the person who wrote this question but um honestly I don't think you can. I 
I'm gonna go look back at your profile because I really don't remember who this person is. And let me see if I'm gonna really, you know, tell you guys if I would date this person. Alright, so his profile is pulled up. I know exactly who this is. Oh my goodness. Would I let him take me out? I don't think so because it's just like one, we grew up and went to high school together. So I feel like since we went to high school together, that means he know, you know, some similar people that I do. And I just feel like I although I'm grown now and although we grown now, I feel like if you get mad at somebody talking to somebody that you used to talk to in high school, I feel like it's kinda of petty. But um I still feel like it might still be too close to home with this one. I feel like, um, I feel like he's too close of a friend of somebody that I used to mess with. So I feel like that'll be like me trying to fuck with the homeboy. And I really don't be trying to be the one to like fuck with people, friends. I really don't like, I really did like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I had a situation where, oh my gosh, this was a long time ago, but I was, you know, talking to this one guy, then after we didn't work out, I started talking to this other guy, and they're really close friends, and so, yeah, that's crazy, but it really, like, it wasn't like I was, like, intentionally talking to um, his friend, it just, when I was became interested in that person. I didn't really know that they was cool like that until after the fact. So, you know, it is what it is. But, no, sir, you cannot take me out on a date because I just feel like that's just, no. But you cool, and I feel like, you know, we'll always be, you know, cool people. Like, if I see you, I'm not going to act like a stranger or nothing. But we can definitely never take it there. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm All right. So, the last question for today is what's the name of the place? And I believe that they were referring to the place that we had a laundry lingerie party at. And so, the name of the place that we went to is um the Playhouse. And when I tell y'all, this home is so freaking beautiful. Like, the inside is decorated amazing. Like, I just felt like I was a Barbie in, like, a life-size Barbie house. It was just, like, the perfect girly girl, like, girls' night out type vibe. And it was just so pink and so, like, you know different it was just gave different vibes like each room had its own like spectacular like thing and it's like gave off different personalities for every person and I just loved it it was just colorful and like they had a lot of things like now it was some things that they could have done a little bit better like they could have, you know, made sure that we had, like, proper knives and, like, cutting boards for the kitchen and, you know, oven mitts and little things like that that you um need if you're going to be cooking and stuff like that. But overall, the space is beautiful and it, it's a lot of space, like, 
the rooms, the closets are like rooms themselves. They're walk-in and they're, it's just, it's just, they have balconies. Now, the, and the other downside to it is the fact that, um, the location parking is really, really not that good. And on top of that, um, it's really like low key in the cut, to be honest. So when you're going there, I definitely suggest that you um, make sure that everybody that's there is supposed to be there and, you know, all that good stuff. So that's the place. Y'all can go look it up. It's called Playhouse Atlanta. And it's so freaking cute and adorable. And I'm so happy that we went. So, the lingerie party caused um, a lot of, what can I say? The party caused for someone to, you know, really feel some type of way about the fact that I was taking pictures on social media and posting myself in lingerie. And I felt like I looked good. I felt like, you know, it wasn't inappropriate in a way where I was, you know, yeah, I just didn't feel like I was being inappropriate in any type of way. I felt like the content that I shared publicly, like I really was just honestly sharing like, some cool things like I just felt like it was nothing that was too risky or doing too much or too nasty like it wasn't like I was on there sucking dick or something or like it wasn't like I was on there having sex and like showing my titties and stuff like that like I literally was just dancing and I had so happened to have lingerie on you see what I'm saying so it's not like I was just being, you know, nasty or anything. So, you know, I had to take it to Instagram and get y'all opinion about the lingerie party and about how I, and how you feel about, you know, someone having anything negative to say about me going to a lingerie party and posting about it on social media. And so someone said, you feel... Ooh, Jesus, I can't read today. You free to live your life like you want to live it. Whoever don't respect it, don't respect you. Someone else said, self-love and happiness is a new level of comfortable. Any hate is just insecurities they have. Because it's pu- then someone else said, um, because it's publicized or because you went. What's the difference of a strip club? And that was my main thing, like, was it a problem because I posted it on social media or what? So, because I did it, that's not the problem. So, the problem is that I posted it on social media. But I feel like when you go to a strip club, girls are twerking, girls are in, you know, certain outfits and things like that, and it's, you know, showing their body off, and all of that good stuff, so what's the difference between me going to a strip club, and recording it, versus me actually participating in, you know, wearing lingerie, 
and shaking my booty. I don't see the difference. So is it a problem that I did it? It's okay for other people to do it, but the fact that I did it, that's a problem? I don't know. I have no clue. Um, Somebody said, why hate? Then somebody else said, if they hating on that, they got to be gay or mad, they couldn't go. <laughs> Thanks. Like, you just mad because you wasn't invited to the party. Like, um, somebody else said, live your young, free life the way you like. Nobody with opinions, no one, the blah, blah, blah. Nobody with opinions is paying your bills. Facts. Facts. Somebody else said, YOLO, fuck them. <laughs> Somebody else said, why hate? It's just lingerie. Exactly. Like, I understand if I was just butt booty naked. Like, I just had nothing on. Just everything hanging out. But I literally had on lingerie. And my lingerie was like a more simple lingerie. Like, it wasn't you know, too risky or like it wasn't like it was completely see-through where you could really see like my nipples and my vagina and stuff like that. So, you know, somebody said, don't worry about what people say. You're beautiful. You know your work. And then somebody else said, girl, what hate? What they hating for? Exactly. Hating for what? Somebody said, you're grown. You do what you want. They probably mad they want there. Exactly. Girl, do what the fuck you want to do always. You are living for you. Yeah, I am. And I really enjoy myself and I had a great time. So if you guys missed out on the lingerie party, you missed out because, girl, boys, ladies, and gentlemen, we had a nice time. I was drunk as I don't know what. That was a time for me to remember because I really was drunk y'all like and I had to drive home afterwards and that's just you guys be safe you know because I'm not gonna lie like I had to take a little just sit down for just a little bit because that drive home was a lot and you know Drinking and driving is not good. So, I do not want anybody to be out here going crazy and then be trying to drive themselves home. Y'all be safe. You know, Uber if you can. Um, Yeah, so, I had a great time. If you missed it, you missed it. Close friends went down. I feel like my close friends. Um... (laughs) They, they had a good time with the party. They told me that, you know, they enjoyed themselves. So, I'm glad I was able to, you know, provide some content and some, you know, fun to you guys' timeline. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Alright, so that's all I got for you guys today. Got a full episode for you guys, which is great. I love having conversations like this. Um, make sure you stay tuned for another episode of the Elaine Podcast. Like I said at the beginning of this, I am your host, the one and the only Amisha. And I will see you guys in the next podcast.